Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, 10th official episode of the Tanner Judgment Podcast. Thank you for joining me once again. Um, coming to you live this beautiful Thursday night. Uh, man, what a week. What a week. A lot of shit's going down. You know, I'm thinking about changing my name from John to uh, to Noah. Because I am like the, the, uh, the prophecy man from the Providence area. You know what I mean? Last podcast, what did we discuss? We talked about, uh, you know, well, a whole range of things. But number one, most important, we were talking about the weather. We were getting a little bit of rain. Um, we were getting a little bit of flooding. Um, but that was nothing compared to what was to come. And I basically laid it all down and laid it out for you guys. I said, you know, anytime we get any rain above a drizzle, the whole fucking state floods out. And it becomes a nightmare. And oh my God, was it? Wouldn't you know what? I was right. I was completely fucking right. You know, uh, we got some serious rain over the past couple of days. And um, oh my God, you should have seen it. I ninety five was a motherfucker. There were Camrys and Daewoo's and Hyundai Sonatas and Siennas just floating, just just straight up floating. You know, you would have been better off taking a fucking Boston Whaler, uh, little, you know, little skiff boat, you know, down to fucking, down to the uh, DCYF to, to fight for your uh, for your custody. You know what I mean? You would have been better off. I, this shit was absolutely crazy, you know? And uh, what gets me is, like, the DOT, like, comes out and they start to, uh, once all the flooding goes down, of course, the DOT comes out make statements that basically all of the gutters are filled with trash and we're going to go out and we're going to clear all this trash out. Why the fuck are you waiting till the end of the end to fucking do this? You're waiting till everything's already flooded. The place is a fucking disaster. You know, everybody's got insurance fucking claims going out left and right, you know, because they see a puddle. They don't turn around. They just run right through that motherfucker like, like it's Monster Jam. I mean, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And then you guys come out after the fact and start doing shit. I don't know, man. That that to me, that's like some total opposite shit. That's the that's the wrong way to do the right thing. You know what I mean? But um oh my god, man. Everywhere you looked was just completely destroyed and filled to the fucking brim with water. Absolutely crazy. My own house, I woke up uh uh, I woke up, I think it was Tuesday morning, and uh, I was getting ready to walk out the door, and I, I'm walking down my stairs, and I see a little a, a little small puddle down at the base of my stairs, so I said, what the fuck is that? And um, I thought the dog had, you know, relieved herself, you know, on the fucking, uh, on the hardwoods downstairs, and wouldn't you know it, uh, I go to grab a piece of paper towel, I put it on the fucking thing, look clear, I look to my right. And it was just a fucking river, folks. The entire joint had about a half inch of fucking water in it. You know? Not a good thing to wake up to. Absolute fucking nightmare. Had to call in. Had to fucking uh, be late to work. Had to get my wet vac out first thing in the morning. My fucking back isn't warmed up yet. I'm like getting all tweaked out and everything, you know? My fiance can't help because she's got to run out the fucking door too to work, you know? And, uh... Oh, my God, what a nightmare, man. So I fucking wet-vacked all the water up, 
walked around the perimeter of the house to try to figure out what the fuck is going on. Now, the basement's finished, so it's not one of those things where you can go, yup, I can see you exactly where it's coming from. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, as I'm cleaning this fucking debauchery up, I'm like scratching my head the whole time, like, what the hell is going on? And uh, did a perimeter check. Come to find out, my downspout came off near my uh, air conditioner compressor, and it was just dumping water when we when we were getting the torrential downpours uh for you know a few different segments uh you know the downspout water was literally just like shitting out near my man door going into my basement and it it from what i can tell it must have went up over the threshold and right into the fucking house so lesson learned man if you if you if you're not if you haven't checked them in a while check your fucking downspouts i cannot stress this enough i went so at the end of the day it went I got some blowers from my uh, from my uncle. Thank God for him. He's got those big commercial blowers. I've set those up downstairs. Got a dehumidifier for my mother's house. You know, I'm Hispanic, dog. I ain't buying shit. I'm just gonna rent it. I'm just gonna you know borrow it. You know, for a couple of days or a few years. You know, whichever, uh, however long it takes you to remember that I got it. You know, and um, oh my God, I just I you know I did it all up down there and. So far, so good. You know, it looks pretty good, man. It's, it's, it, you know, I had a fucking gnarly, gnarly, musty smell down there. And uh, I don't know. I opened the windows up today, got home later today, and it smells pretty good down there. So I'm just going to keep everything running, keep that dehumidifier ripping. But check those downspouts, folks. I cannot. This is like, the, that was the last fucking thing, like, on my mind ever, you know? I don't know how it came off. I don't know if the water just like overloaded it and just blew it the fuck off. But I went to Lowe's. I bought new ones. And, you know, I only had it literally on that one corner. Um, Didn't really need it anywhere else. But I put one on every single thing, like big, long, white fucking three-inch tubes out into the middle of the yard. I don't give a fuck, man. You know, it might might not be the prettiest fucking sight in the world to see, you know, three-inch white tubes in the middle of my yard. But it ain't pretty for me to see fucking three inches of water in my basement either. So I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? We'll see how uh, we'll see how that statement holds up when I'm mowing the lawn. The fucking bastard! I gotta get off and shut the mower down and move it, and then you know, ugh, I, I I don't know, I don't know. But I was right. That's the moral of the story. You know what I mean? If you get anything out of that story, check your fucking downspouts. And number two, listen to Uncle Daddy because I got all the hottest and greatest news. And, you know, just I'm, I'm giving I'm giving it to you real here, folks. I'm not I'm not churching it up. I'm not fucking around. This is the real deal here. I think that goes without saying we're at episode 10. You guys get the fucking vibe. Um, and speaking of news, the biggest news of all news, um, our lady, her majesty, Queen Elizabeth II has died. That's right. If you've been living under a rock for the past six hours, Yes, she is officially dead at age 96, guys. And, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, now, this morning there was some chatter, like I was hearing a little bit of static about, you know, she had been, like, they were concerned about her health and, like, she wasn't feeling well. They want to go and have her get checked out and shit like that. So I was kind of like, all right, you know, again, you know, that type of thing. And, uh. You know, and I found out this afternoon that she fucking died. You know, I was like, what? You know, that was quick. But like, as I started to think about it, I'm like, was it really that quick? Was it really that quick? 
It took the broad 96 years to fucking croak. 96 years. If you want to be exact, it took 35,204 days from the day that she was born back in 1926 to fucking die, okay? The average age of people dying is 78, okay? That's 28,470 days, okay? Give or take a few numbers. You know, a couple days here, a couple days there. No big deal, you know? But this bro got to live, what, uh, 6,700 days more than most of us assholes, you know? That's her reward for having a fucking immigrant wipe her ass for her after every royal shit she took, you know what I mean? fucking broad didn't have to lift a finger for her entire life i mean let's think about it the parents were dead young she took over the fucking throne and she's been rocking for years and years and years you know and let's face it you know oh you know she did a lot get the fuck out of here let's let's be adults let's let's be honest here you know this is tainted judgment you can talk to me let's cut the fucking act here you know what i mean the broad didn't do fucking shit you know what i mean didn't have to do shit and I'm not knocking. I'm fucking, je- quite frankly, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. You know, I wish I could wake up and somebody's got fucking tea and crumpets and everything else, you know, ready to rock and roll for me first thing in the morning. Nope. I got to fucking run through my morning shit and then pray to God that I got some spare time to fucking stop over at Dunkin Donuts before I fucking pass the, uh, the Dunkin Donuts over there on 146 at the 295 merge, you know. They're the only ones with a fucking 10 foot, uh, 10 foot high ceiling height over there. Fucking big ass, uh, goofy truck doesn't fit through anybody else, you know? So I got to hit that, you know? Oh my God. Unbelievable. But now fucking the guy from the, uh, the mad magazine covers is fucking taking over, uh, Charlie boy, you know, fucking King Charles as it was, you know, unbelievable. This fucking guy, you ever seen the ears on that guy? I bet those things come with a fucking free subscription to Spotify and Napster. I swear to God. I swear to God. Fucking radio antennas. He puts my my chihuahua for heat at a fucking shame, that guy, man. He better fucking do a good job, man. I mean, I don't know what they do. I really don't think that they have the say to do fucking anything because they got parliament and everything like that. You know what I mean? But he better be careful, man, because that fucking, that old bitch, she'll come back from the grave to make him fucking have a, a oops like he did for fucking his old wife, Diana. You know what I mean? Fucking guy. One day he's like, oh, mommy, I can't take it anymore. This civilian broad has left me thrice to spread awareness for AIDS again. You know? <laughs> fucking, the, the, you know, his mother's like, you know, uh, no, don't worry, Charlie. You know, I'll take care of all of it for you. Then she fucking yells off to her uh, her little fucking minions there. Send in the French, you know what I mean? The fucking frogs take her out in that tunnel. Hey, baby, boom, you know? Fucking A. Oh, my God. If only we could get away with that type of shit, you know what I mean? Seriously. I mean, like, where? who else in the fucking world could have somebody whacked, you know what I mean? Like, the biggest person, by the way, in the whole world. Every country fucked with this broad. Everybody. You know what I mean? They all loved her. She was like the, you know, Meghan Markle wants to play the fucking, you know, the fuck you to the establishment shit. She couldn't hold a candle to fucking Diana. You know what I mean? If you if you ask me, she couldn't hold the fucking candle. You know, we all know 
she's trying to be just like uh just like Harry's mother. You know, she's trying to copy so fucking bad. You know what I mean? Uh, but she couldn't hold the fucking can. I can't believe that she didn't get fucking oopsie daisied. I really can't. I thought for sure that before this broad punched her ticket, that she was gonna take this broad right out. She was gonna have fucking Megs just whacked. You know what I mean? <laughs> In some odd, peculiar, like totally obvious fucking way. Like you know what I mean? Oops, she fell down the stairs, Harry. How odd. And I was right behind her, but I couldn't catch her because I'm old, you know? Or some fucking jive-ass shit just like that, you know? Unbelievable, you know? Or just have a fucking, you know, uh, hit by a car or something, you know? Blame it on hectic London. You know oh, you know how those, those chariots over there get, Harry. But all jokes aside, rest in peace. My mother's losing her fucking mind. You know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Charlie's taking over. You know, she hopes that the the kid is going to come in and, like, surpass this guy. You really think that this guy's going to do that? From what I understand, I don't even think it's up to him. I think that the parliament has to pass that, and everybody else kind of has to have a, a group agreement on that, you know, for that to go through. It's like, that shit's not going to happen. Charles has been waiting his whole fucking life just... He opens, he, he, he sits there every day with his fucking iPhone 13 in his hand, you know, when he first wakes up, just, just shaking, just shaking. He's waiting for that fucking, for that headline that came today, you know, the queen dead, you know, he's been fucking waiting. This is like Phil Collins. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Tell me I'm fucking lying. I swear to God. You know, he ain't giving shit up. He ain't giving shit up, ma. So rest easy, you know, buckle up because Putin's like, this can't get any fucking better. This this uh, this whole situation couldn't get any fucking better. He's probably rolling the fucking tanks. They're passing through Poland right now on their way over to fucking England. He's like, yep, I'll take that too. Yup, yup. Oh, man, we're fucked. But whatever, you know. Hey, it can't be any worse than Biden. You know what I mean? Let's fucking be serious, man. This guy, you want to talk about fucking having somebody wipe your ass every day because you're the leader of a country? This guy has to have somebody wipe his ass because he's got zero cognitive ability whatsoever. Zilch. Nada. Unfucking real Whether you like him or you don't or you're Democrat or you're Republican, this guy is fucked. He is fucked. You know what I mean? But, hey, some people out there still like this fucking guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm loving these gas prices, so good for you. You know, we appreciate it. Now the fucking election time's here. I already went down that rabbit hole. We're not going to cover that again. Let's stick on the fucking facts here. Rest in peace to the queen, Elizabeth II, and congratulations to old Charlie, the Mad Magazine guy, with the fucking Dumbo is, you know what I mean? Fucking jerk off. And uh, speaking of the uh, speaking of Europe and that whole area over there, I don't I don't even know what's Europe, what's Asia. Like you know, everybody can play like, oh, I know the difference. Let's be honest. Unless you're from there, you have no fucking idea how all that shit works. You don't know the fucking border, so stop. You know what I mean? Enough. Um. But uh, I'm, I'm, I had to, I woke up at like 3 a.m. 
because my stomach was just fucking gurgling. So I had to get up, take a shit. And, you know, when I did that, my phone's going off. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it, my phone just, you know, I get these notifications. I'm sure probably everybody with an Apple gets them. But I get these notifications from, like, I think it's, like, Apple News or something like that, which is completely swayed, by the way. You want to talk about, like, a completely, um, like, completely biased fucking news source? Just read, like, the articles in there. It's fucking nuts. But anyway, I get the most random shit. It'll be like, you know, sea turtle found in Times Square. And you're like, holy shit. You know, like, I want to know who's reading this shit. And they're like, oh, my God, if this isn't true, honest journalism, I don't know what is, you know. But one of the fucking the attention grab is, you know, it says my my thing that pops up on the top bar, breaking news, Turkey and Greece possibly going to war. Like, talk about like. Two places that I literally could never imagine going to war. First of all, I didn't even know that they were remotely close to each other. I had no fucking idea. No idea, you know? But apparently they they share borders or some fucking bullshit, and now they're going at it. So, I don't know. World War Three is here, so just uh, fuck the diets, you know? Just go out, be a pig, you know? Do what you want to do. Because we're all going to fucking die. So buckle up and get ready for it. Oh, my God. Turkey and Greece. Like, what the fuck? What is the matter with this with this world, you know? When, when, when Greece, you know, what was the last fucking time that they were going at it? You know, back in the fucking battles of Babylon and fucking Caesar and all that, you know? Since then, they've been kind of fucking, they've been kind of uh, lackadaisical about the whole thing, you know? Now you're going to see a bunch of fucking Greek people just fleeing Greece by the by the thousands, you know, just fucking straight up peacing out the minute that Turkey starts fucking around. You know, you're going to see pizza joints just opening up like on every corner. You know what I mean? It's going to spread like crack rock through Providence in the 80s. You know what I mean? It's just going to fucking be everywhere. And you know what, folks? I'm here for it. That ain't no racial shit. I fucking the Greeks by far. Straight up, hold it down when it comes to fucking pizza parlors. The best subs, the best pizza. You know, my Italian people, I'm sorry, man. You guys dropped the fucking ball, you know? Every fucking place in Providence is like, we got the best pizza around. You know, Italian pizza. You go there, it tastes like fucking dog shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I don't know what's the deal with that. Yet you go down to fucking P-Hop in Pawtucket, and that will fuck you clear out of your socks. You'll leave the, you'll take a bite and go, what just happened? What was that? You know, it's like a fucking like 8.8 magnitude, earth, you know, earthquake, just fucking just rattling your whole rattling you to your fucking core. You know what I mean? You're like, what was that? Oh, I know that was a fucking delicious meal. You know, that's what that was. Unreal. So, hey, we will take your poor. We will take your, uh, what does it say? We'll take your poor, we'll take your restless, whatever. We'll take everything, you know? I'll fucking, I'll be your finance. If you're Greek and you're in Greece and you're ready to fucking roll out, guess what? I will finance your trip over here. The only deal is you got to open up a fucking pizza parlor in my backyard. That's my one stipulation. And I'm not fucking around and I will not get away from that, you know? (laughs) Fucking unbelievable. Who better than Greek people, though, huh? 
They are straight up awesome. There's nothing like a Greek person. Like, they are really, like, their own, you know, I know it sounds retarded because, you know, well, yeah, obviously they're their own thing, but, like, in reality, there's nothing like that, you know? Like, they are the OG, like, party animal, like, fun to be around, you know, you know, always keeping you fed, you know? Everybody kind of grabbed onto this shit after a while, you know what I mean? They took over Egypt and shit, and it was just like, yeah, you know, we'll start spreading our influence around, but, like, they are the OG source for all that fucking cool shit. You ever seen that movie, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? That was, like, my dirty pleasure in high school. I remember one day, my grandmother, God bless her, man, and I know she's listening, you always had HBO. My house we didn't know what the fuck HBO was. You know what I mean? It just wasn't an option. Like, throwing another $3 on the fucking bill was just completely out of the question. And now as I'm an adult and I understand <laughs> what that means because now I'm, like, fucking, I'm trying to, like, stay up to date with, like, the 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 local, you know, snowmobile trails and the fucking app is $5. I'm, like, shaking as I'm trying to, as I'm pressing the fucking buy button, you know? I'm like, oh, my God. I get it now, but at the time, I'm like, what the fuck, you know? But I go downstairs and, you know, man, she'd have HBO, you know, Skinamax after dock, you know, and I'd sleep down there fucking totally out of control, you know? But one day I'm down there, I'm just fucking around, and, uh, I've got this movie playing while I'm on the on the computer and I'm I'm just I'm just listening, you know? And the shit that they're saying is just fucking hilarious. Like the little the little like, you know, anecdotes and like all the little shit that the, that they're throwing down like that I'm actually listening to is just it's fucking killing me. Like I'm howling. So, I turn around and I see the movie. And I'm like, "What?" So, I go to I go to guide and I see it's my big fat Greek wedding. Now, I'm like in my head like, dude, you can't be watching this. Like, you got to shut this off. It's a fucking chick flick. And I just, I couldn't quite do it. You know, I was just like, I couldn't shut it off. I'm like fucking hooked, you know. And, uh, man, I watched the whole thing. I'm laughing the whole fucking time. And that movie became like my go-to from that day on out, any day where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. It's like I'm either rewatching Shit's Creek, I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'm fucking watching My Big Fat Greek Wedding because any of those three, I know I'm just gonna fucking be slapping my knee like it's the first time I ever saw it, you know. And you know, I remember saying to people like, oh, you, you know, at school, I'd be like, you know, oh, you ever see that movie? You know, and they're like, what? You know, like, what are you talking about? Because there's that stigma. Like, even if you don't know what it is or you never even heard the name, just from the name alone, there's a huge stigma. Like, this big black cloud that's like, "Eh, eh, eh," you know, don't fucking watch it, you know, like, just some, some, some woman shit, you know. And all my buddies are fucking, they're busting my balls. And, you know, what the fuck is the matter with you? And I put a couple people on, man, and... I'm not going to say no names, but you know who the fuck you are, that you just talk shit, and then you ended up watching it, and you're like, dude, I was fucking wrong. That's the shit right there. And there was a time, man, I wanted to be Greek. 
I fucking watched them. I'm like, these guys know how to fucking get down. They know how to have a fucking party. You know, I mean, I don't know if every Greek family is really like that, you know, but oh my God, like that shit is just crazy, crazy funny. If you haven't seen that, go out and just watch that, you know, and just be open to it. My guys out there, trust me, it's it'll be worth it. You know what I mean? Just, just, just sit down, get your favorite candy or ice cream. And shut your fucking mouth and and watch it because it's really great, you know. And uh, it's not like an all star cast either. Like it's a bunch of like, eh, I seen him over there, I seen her over there a couple times, you know. But there's nobody like, oh my god, you know, Kate Winslet's, you know, fucking the the lead lady, and fucking Brad Pitt is the other guy, you know. But it's filled, and I kind of in a way would prefer it that way, you know. Like I just watched that there Prey, uh, the the new Predator movie on uh, on Hulu, and it was literally an entire cast of people I've never heard about, never seen before, and I fucking loved it. Period. Period. And to be honest with you, I think if it had an all star cast, I probably wouldn't have liked it. You know, and that sounds weird. You're probably going, "What are you fucking like? How does that work out?" But Really think about it. When you watch a movie and it's got your favorite guy in it or somebody that, we'll go back to to episode one, The Fucking Rock, right? It's got The Rock in it. The whole time you're watching it, you're watching the movie of, you know, uh, whatever, you know, Aliens versus Predator, but it's featuring The Rock, you know? The whole time you you know it's The Rock, you're fucking watching him, you're like, here he goes again. He's popping his peck again for the bitches. You know, like, the, you, you, you see, like, themes that you've seen before, uh, mannerisms that you've seen before, and it's like, I don't know. Like, that's, to me, it's distracting. So when I have a when I have a cast of people that I've literally never seen before, I don't know what the fuck they're all about, I can literally watch the movie kind of like a documentary. You know how documentaries just suck you in? Well, it's because... You've got all this information that you've literally never heard before. Well, you might have heard some of it before, but a lot of it's new to you. That's the whole reason of watching a documentary. You're like, oh, well, I didn't know that. I didn't know this, right? You know, so it's the same thing with me with movies. I watch a movie with the same like, oh, well, you know, wow, she's over here like fucking decapitating the predator. Wow, you know. I never seen her do that before, you know, but if you saw fucking Brad Pitt throwing his tongue down some broad's throat in the middle of the movie, you're like, yeah, that's Pitt, you know, that that's Pitt. I know, you know. But I don't know, it's a totally different uh totally different experience and that that, that those two movies, you know, uh did that for me. And there's not many movies like that, man. Everybody likes to to hop on the bandwagon. You know, I will say though, I will say that since Netflix, Hulu, all these fucking places have started to like branch out and make their own films or remakes or whatever. They usually keep the cast pretty fresh, you know? It's usually a freshman class lineup. And I'll tell you, man, I like most of the shit they're throwing down. I really do, you know? Same deal with Shit's Creek. You want to go back to Shit's Creek? Right there. I never seen fucking Stevie before, you know? I never seen David before. Um, of course, you know. We've all seen fucking Johnny. We've all seen Moira, you know, a thousand times. They're great in everything they do. Um, and that was like the familiarity that, 
that we wanted. We had a little piece of that, you know. Um, oh, and Roland, you know, Roland was uh, Woogie from uh, There's Something About Mary, you know. But he plays little roles. So he never, he keeps you guessing, you know. Um, but like, I love that shit, you know. It's just, uh, you know, uh, Ronnie. I never seen Ronnie before. Bob never saw Bob before. All those fucking guys, and they were great. They fucking killed it, you know. And part of why it worked and it was so cool is because I think there was that certain level of unfamiliarity, you know, and I'm here for it. God bless it. Speaking of uh, familiarity, right, let's talk about something that is all too familiar here, right? Fucking Polaris just put out a recall on some snowmobiles. Let's 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 pull the numbers up here because. We want to be we want to be as exact as possible here. We don't want to embellish, you know. We don't want to fucking lie. So let's uh, let's pull it up. Here's the headline. This is and this is by Polaris, by the way. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Polaris is a motorsports company. They make four wheelers, snowmobiles. Um, they make, uh, I believe, possibly dirt bikes, side by sides. Shit like that, you know, stuff to, to, to have fun. The uh, the headlines read, Polaris issues stop ride, stop sale for model year 21 to 23 matrix, 2015 to 22 axis, and year 2013 to 2014 trail performance pro ride snowmobiles. And uh, it says number of affected vehicles around 230,000 units globally. I mean, what the fuck here? And let's read about what this is all about, by the way. Like, let, let's 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 inform you guys why why this actually came out, right? It says here that these snowmobiles may pose a risk of fire due to electrostatic discharge inside the fuel tank. Under specific conditions, vapors may be ignited inside the fuel tank, posing a potential injury hazard. To consumers, imagine you you go out and you spend fifteen thousand dollars. And for people that don't know, this is what this shit costs. Like, if you walk into a dealership right now for a snowmobile and you think you're walking out of there for less than fucking ten grand or less than twelve or less than thirteen, you're fucking dreaming. If you say I want the best of the best or even something close, you're not getting off for less than fourteen. I'm sorry, that's a fucking fact. You know. I paid 15 last year for mine, and now I could literally go out and I could sell this fucking thing right now in this market today for fucking, psh, I don't even know, 18 probably in reality, you know, that's just the market, but, you know, you're spending big, big money on these fucking, these, these things that you get to use for two months out of the year, and Polaris has never been able to get it right, and... They're putting you in a situation where you spend $15,000 to get blown the fuck up. Seriously. And everybody breaks, you know, I'm a Scoodoo guy. You know, that's BRP, Bombardier, Bombardier, however you want to say it. You know, Can-Am, uh, Sea-Doo. You know, everybody knows this shit. Like, you, even if you haven't been in this circle, you've heard Sea-Doo. You're like, oh, yes, that's, you know, you call it, you know, uh, a fucking jet ski, a Sea-Doo. Everybody does, you know, um, because that's the biggest shit out there. And 
you know, I'm not one of those guys that puts on a jersey for the team that's winning, you know, that year, you know, and then I fucking jump ship when they're having issues, you know. Um, I rock with these guys because I rock with Skidoo because, you know, everybody that I know that has a Polaris, which is a few, um, has issues. And I see guys online that have nothing but issues. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking deal with that. You know, I want to spend $15,000. I want to fucking get on this thing, beat the shit out of it, get off it. And do it again next weekend. And not have to worry about a fucking thing. And guess what? Comes with a 40-year warranty. Who's better than me? Nobody. That's the answer. You know? Fucking Polaris. You know, they give you shitty warranties to start with. And then they put you on something that's ready to fucking pop. Imagine that. You're filling your tank up. All of a sudden, you fucking screw the cap on it. Ba-boom! You get blown fucking 30 feet away. You spent 15 grand to get blown the fuck up, man. Who's the damn fool here? That shit's crazy. But isn't that how it is with everything today? It's like you could buy literally anything. Foreign, domestic. You could buy a Ferrari. You could buy a Chevy. You could buy a Ford. You could buy a Toyota. You could buy a Honda. You could buy an Acura. You could buy whatever you want, especially a fucking Jeep. You're going to have a recall at some point. My uh, my F-150 has literally, I've got an app where I could start the truck from anywhere in the world, lock the doors, check the oil. Uh, it has all of the readouts of like all the important information that you would need. You know, God forbid you were somewhere and somebody says, hey, well, you know, did you lock it? You know, let's say you're on a trip. You go, oh, fuck. I think I forgot to lock the truck while it was at the airport parking lot. Guess what? Pull my phone out. Beep. Things fucking locked. See you later. And on that app in the corner, there's a little area and it says uh, like uh, alerts, right? So if you click that, I've got like a laundry list of like 10 different fucking recalls that have to be done. And it's just like, I'm like, fuck, here's a truck that MSRP'd. I got the window sticker, if you don't believe me. This this truck MSRP'd for fucking 60, uh, it was $65,000 brand new. Now, this is back in 2017. I certainly didn't fucking pay that. <laughs> I fucking bought it two years later with 20K on it for fucking, for, for, for a song, you know? And, uh, but you buy these fucking vehicles for such crazy money, and it doesn't matter what you buy, you're going to get a fucking recall. I don't remember shit being like this. I remember shit being like, all right, like you buy, especially like this new, like a year old, two years old, a few months old. I remember like you'd be like, you'd see a commercial. Like if you have a Ford from 1995 to 1996, you know, uh, you need to come in for a recall. It was like shit from like way, way, way back. And you're like, people still fucking drive those. You know, people are still finding out that they're fucking, that the doors don't shut or whatever the case may be, you know, or there's a rattle from the fucking thing or, or you're going to get blown up, you know, you're like, you're like out of the loop, you know, but now it's like you fucking walk into the dealership. It's the first day they're on the lot. You know, you can be like, oh, we're dropping the brand new fucking electric helmet today. 
You know, you walk in, you fucking give you fucking money, you pay you $150,000, whatever the hell it is. And as you're walking out the door and they hand you the keys, they go, now you're going to have to make an appointment to have the first recall taken care of. And you go, well, what's that? Well, you see, and then they start jiving about, you know, oh, well, the circuit tree's off and, you know, we got to do this and you got to do that, you know. And that was like the old joke. Like, it was like, don't buy the first generation of anything. Don't, you know. This year, Skadoo dropped a brand new body style. Looks good. Most of the hardware is pretty much like, you know, the same, but like, you know, some shit is different. New display, new uh, screen, new readouts, whatever. So it, it was appealing. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, ooh, you know, like that that looks pretty good. The price was pretty comparable to last year, what I paid. So I was like, shit, I might fucking rock with this. But then it hit me. I'm like, don't buy the first generation of anything. You know, well, the first batch, the first year of the new thing, the newest generation, you know? Back in 2017 when the new uh, Gen 4 Skidoos came out. Oh, this is great. Everything was literally completely different. Like, everything. Suspension, body, electrical, whatever. Everything was completely different. People bought it. Next thing you know, fucking motor mounts are no good. Everybody's popping their fucking motors left and right. Boom, boom, boom. They got it sorted out in year two. Never heard about it, you know? And, I mean, this is, like, everywhere. Like, do they not, like, R&D? Like, do they... Do they not do the, the, the development? Do they just do the R uh, but not the D? What is it? Like, how does this how does this work nowadays? Because I'm, I'm as a consumer, I'm very, very curious, you know? And my favorite part about all of this is that nobody stands behind their products. Nobody. What the fuck is that about, you know? They're so happy to take your fucking... Your, your, your 50 grand, your 60 grand, whatever the fuck you're paying for these pieces of shit. And the minute that you have a problem, they're like, well, that might be your problem, but it's certainly not our problem. You're like, listen, you made this fucking headache. This is because of you, you know? I wasn't, I, I wasn't at the fucking dealership, you know? I'm not the old guy from Gran Torino. I didn't put the fucking steel, steering column in this thing. I couldn't put the fucking lug nuts on. And you're looking at me like it's my fucking fault. I'm over here hitting the fucking mic and everything. I'm so pissed off. You know? That's why I, I I just, I can't get myself to buy anything new. And it's like, this was like the year for new drops, you know? This year and last year. You know, last year, they dropped the new F-150. Ooh, ah, beautiful. I'm like, fuck, I would like to have that. Nope, nope, nope. Fuck the inflation, you know? That just goes without saying. But like, I can't, I can't get myself into that. When I got a truck that's, you know, I mean, it's had these recalls literally since the day that I bought it. The minute that I, I put the app on my phone, I already had all of those alerts there for recalls and shit, you know? And it's like, <laughs> what do you do? You know? The last thing, at least at least I spend fucking 40, you know, and, and get a, a steal of a deal on the fucking thing. And then, yeah, all right, if I got... Uh, an issue here, an issue there every now and then, big deal, you know. But when you're talking about buying shit today for today prices, 100000 120000 get the fuck out of here, you know. And then to have the dealership tell you, yeah, go pound Sam when you fucking pop the motor and you just pulled it off the fucking lot, you know. I mean, seriously, what what is going on? 
you know, the new Broncos. By far one of the best looking vehicles that's come out in fucking years, you know, and we've all been waiting for it. I remember being a little kid. I had a fucking I had the 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 Bronco. They called it the Bronco concept. It was some thing that some fucking uh, nerd drew up, you know. But I had it on my fucking wall um, amongst all the other cars and shit that I had. The fucking Bronco concept was on my wall. I always held out and said they will one day come out with that. No way, they're not gonna do it. Yes, they will. Watch, and they did it, and they had the biggest, baddest unveiling. I was up in New Hampshire with a couple friends of mine, and uh, we were having a good time, and I remember this was like such a big deal. I was like, we got to be back at the house. I think it was like 8 o'clock, they, they put it, 8 o'clock Eastern time, might have been 9, and I was like, we got to be back at the fucking house, well-fed, and on that couch for this unveil, and like YouTube was crashing. I was like fucking losing my mind. I'm like pacing around the fucking house like a little kid, you know, and... uh it was a huge deal, and man, they fucking put that awesome promo out, and they're beating the bag out of it, and it's got disconnected, uh, you know, uh, uh, disconnected stabilizing arms, and all this cool tech, and this big display screen dash, and a seven-speed tray. I mean, listen, it, it was everything that a man could want and love, you know, and I would have appreciated if they would have put you know, a bigger motor, and it sure, you know, of course, they had to put the small 2.7 EcoBoost, which for for you, uh, you know, people, I'll put it into layman's terms, it, it was a small motor for, you know, what it is, and we would rather see a big dookie gas guzzling V8, or at least the bigger EcoBoost, like I got my truck, you know, and it make the fucking car a rocket, you know, it's more marketable to guys like me, you know, especially if you got a tow. You know, the 2.7 gets it done, but a 3.7 will fucking really get you done. You know, a 5.0, tried and true, you know, but they couldn't, they couldn't do it. But, you know, they bring this fucking Bronco out. They take everybody's money, you know, all right, $150 or whatever it was to save your, you know, they basically put you in line. So you could go on the website, say, this is the Bronco I want. Here's $150 or whatever it was. And then they put you like in a queue where, like, you're, you, everybody's, you know, vehicles get made when, you know, let's say when they were ready, it was like a year away from that point. You know, they're like, all right, when we start to create these vehicles, we'll give you a call when, you know, you, when your your number is up and we'll discuss everything, make sure you're still on board. And uh, everybody did it. Everybody bit the fucking bullet. Everybody's got a Bronco now. You see them everywhere, you know. It's kind of like one of those things where you're like, fuck, man, you know, like, you kind of wanted it to be a diamond in the rough, but it's not. Now it's like a diamond, a dime a dozen, you know? It fucking sucks. But anyway, they come out with these fucking trucks, and now everybody's popping the fucking motors on them, you know? And I think there might have been something about the transmissions. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know? It, it, you guys had... So first of all, you know, up until that big, you know, uh, unveiling, the big internet, like... The new Bronco, they probably had it out there testing for about a year. Let's face it. And I, I'm pretty sure that they had one of those trucks run through. They have like a, a big outdoor Baja race or something like that. And I believe at that time that the truck had already like gone through that and like killed it. You know, it did fucking 
great, outperformed the Jeeps, as we all knew that it was gonna, you know. But, like, they already tested it for a year. Then they make you wait a year to, like, actually get your fucking truck. So, basically, you know, that's two years accounted for. Forget about what's uncounted for, you know. And they took a motor out of a, uh, out of, you know, basically, like, half of Ford's lineup. Half of the cars at Ford have this same very motor. But they tweaked it a little bit. And now it's in this fucking car. And they're blowing up. And you spent, you know, and at the time, if you locked in, you know, when they first dropped, you could get, like, the the biggest, baddest Bronco for, like, it, w- it was literally, like, like, 60. And that's, like, the top dog. That's, like, fully fucking loaded. Like, this thing's going to massage your ball sack while you're out in the fucking Mojave Desert ditch banging, you know? And when... They started to drop, and if you went to the dealership, the mock-up was, like, absolute. it still is. It's absolutely crazy. Like, a base model is, like, $70,000 for one of these fucking things, only to have it blow up, you know? And it's just, it's nuts to me, but it's everywhere. Everybody I talk to, yeah, I got this new car. You talk to them six months later. Hey, I see you driving a different car. What happened to? Oh, well, it's it's over at VD. It's over at VD Mercedes. You know, it's it needs a fucking tranny. It's a brand new car, Jason. What are you talking about? Ah, I don't know, man. They said it's fucking no good, and I gotta fucking pay the deductible, and I gotta front the bill, and rah 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 rah. <laughs> the song goes on and on and on. You know, it's just crazy. That's why I don't know. Old shit is tried and true. You give me a fucking uh, 383 with a fucking four barrel, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Fucking dual points distributor, I don't give a fuck, you know. I'll be like a doctor, you know. I drove around a fucking 1994 Honda Acti mini truck, and we'll talk, we'll get right into that one day, but... Uh, I drove that fucking truck. I drove the shit out of it. And one day, I'm driving to work. Things shit out. Had it towed to my house. And, uh, you know, because it's all analog, it's very easy to test. You know, if you've got a basic, like, understanding of how shit works with cars, you could go to fucking, uh, you know, go to your garage, pull out some basic tools, check some different things. And I literally had it fixed. Back on the road and fucking, I don't know, uh, probably 30 minutes after I found out how to get the fucking pot, where to get it, you know? That's how great this shit is. Today, huh, with all the senses and shit, good luck. <laughs> good luck, you know? See you never, you know? But that's how they get you, too. That's their, that's their method. Listen, you know, you've had this car now. You bought this office, you know, four years ago. And believe believe me. We're so grateful. You know, we really appreciate it, John. We appreciate your business, you know. But you bought this four years ago. You put some serious mileage on it. You towed back and forth to New Hampshire a couple times. Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to cost you four grand to fix this fucking thing. Well, what about the warranty? Ah, uh, your warranty went out two days ago. Really? Really? Yeah, 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 it did. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, well... How much is it going to be? Yeah, like I said, you're looking at four grand. All right. But I'll tell you what, John. For that there four grand, see that brand new F-150 over there? Yeah, I do. 
The F-150 for four grand, we can get you in that today. Today. Want a test drive? Here's a fucking... Here, John, take the keys, please. I don't want to hold these things anymore. They're burning a hole in my fucking pocket. Here, take the keys. Take it, take it out. Take it out. I'll throw a plate on it. You can go alone. Don't worry about it. We know you. You're good peoples, you know, even though they got insurance up the ass. And if you fucking totaled it or killed yourself, they're getting fucking paid for that truck anyway. You know, yeah, take it for a ride. You know, <laughs> fucking we could get you in that truck today. You know, you take it for a ride. How the fuck are you going to say no? How are you going to say no? It's four grand to fix the piece of shit that you got there or four grand to get in the biggest, baddest truck. And sure, you know, when they get you into the office at the end, they go, yeah, and by the way, you know, it's going to be $200 more a month for your payment. But but no big deal. Don't worry about that. And you're like, oh, they're like, ah, you're good. Don't worry about it. So you just sign the fucking paperwork because you're flustered and you want to get out of there. They always get you at like fucking like 8 p.m., you know, 8.30, you know. Listen, you know, we typically close at 9, but for you, we're willing to hold the doors open, you know, and you're fucking ragged out. You're just completely burnt out from the day. You got out of work. You rushed over there to get the bad news that your car's fucked, you know, and, and out of warranty to boot, you know. But now they got this golden opportunity, this brand new fucking Hyundai Santa Fe over there that's screaming your fucking name. That's totally unpractical. That is totally fucking useless to you. But you're going to go test drive that motherfucker and guaranteed you are taking that bitch home today. You are driving that bitch home tonight, you know? Oh, man, the game. The game. And then, of course, six months down the line, we're going to hit you with a recall. Bring the car back, and we're not going to give you a rental vehicle. We are not going to listen to me carefully. They will not give you a rental vehicle. Oh, well, how am I supposed to get to work? Well, I can talk to my manager. That's the famous line. Drop the car off and see me when you get here. And then you get there. They're like, yeah, we couldn't work it out for you. Now you're fucking walking home. Now you got to call your husband. You got to call your wife. Hey, come back. Come back. We're going to have to take little Billy's car for the week because this guy. Now you got to go home and tell your son you're robbing his car. Uh, but dad, I don't want to give up my car, you know. You're like, Listen, motherfucker, I bought the thing for you, you know, pack ahead. But that's that's how the world works. That's where we're at, you know. Buy, recall, clap out, sell, buy. The circle just keeps on going, keeps on keeping on, baby, you know. Speaking of uh, keeping on, I hope everybody had a beautiful uh, Labor Day. I know I did, you know. Weather was shit, but you know what? We had a good time. We had a very good time. Uh, my fiance went and she competed in the uh, the the horse show at um, at the Woodstock Fair. She did a great job. Uh, she got a bunch of ribbons, shit like that, for uh, showmanship and uh, riding western and all that shit. So her horse was very well behaved, and they killed it together. So congrats to her. But while she was doing that. I was up in New Hampshire, straight kicking it, loving every minute of it. I uh, I house sat for, uh, for my mother-in-law and uh, took care of her dog for a few days so she could go down and uh, and be uh, be with her daughter and and help her out at the show and shit like that and show the love and support. And I know what you're thinking. Well, why didn't you go to the show and show love and show support? Well, I'm allergic to horses, motherfucker. You know. 
That's that's the cards I've been dealt. You don't think I get read the fucking riot act every single time that she wants to go out and ride? Well, why can't you come and watch me? Can't you watch from the car? No, I don't want to watch from the fucking car, you know? <laughs> like, that's like playing just the tip. Like, you know, like, I want to hear the fucking, the hooves fucking trotting. I want to hear the, you know, I want to feel that fucking grunt, you know? It's like, like, I'm not going to. I, I, would you rather be a, a, a spectator at a racetrack or would you rather be like right there on the front line, you know? Being a pit man is just as good as fucking driving in, in most cases because you're there for the, you feel everything, you know? You got that visceral fucking like thrill just keeping your blood pressure super, super dangerously high, you know? And, you know, I'm not going to go and watch you from a car you know, or, or from a thousand feet away. And then when you get off the fucking horse, I can't touch you, you know, when she, um, when, when we first started dating, like I'm talking like week two, you know, um, what ended up happening was, well, let me go back. Let's bring this back. So when I was a kid, um, my cousin, she used to do horseback riding. Um, and I would go, and I would watch. Now, again, I've got every food allergy out there. I have seasonal allergies. Um, I just took a fucking Zizol five minutes ago. Uh, I popped the fucking Zizol because I was like, well, I guess it was about an hour ago now because I was just sneezing my fucking head off, you know? Uh, and like having a horse allergy is not that surprising. However, for years I would go and I would spectate with her, and I would watch her, and everything like that, and I would be, you know, like right there, you know, and I would be sneezing, and my eyes would be swelled shut, and I have hives, and like, we never got the picture that like, this kid is fucking allergic, you know, like, you shouldn't be here, you know, it's like, it's like bringing a fucking, a kid that's allergic to bees, which I probably am too, you know, bringing a kid that's allergic to bees, you know, uh, to a fucking a, a bee farm, you know, or telling them go fucking extract the honey from the fucking hive, you know, and sending them over there with the fucking smoker and a pitchfork, you know. Yeah, good luck, you know. See you, see you in the afterlife, prick. You know, that's how you get suicided doing that shit, you know. But like, I would go and I would just be all blown out, and like they'd have to like medevac me out of there. You know, my aunt would have to come, or my grandmother would have to like prematurely leave or somebody would have to get me the fuck out of that that bond you know and later on we're like oh well maybe it's the horse shit you know i i don't know it's just one of those things that i guess slipped everybody's mind real good adulting everybody you know and uh (laughs) i i i met my fiance and i heard that she was into horses and all my buddies like dude stay away from these fucking horse broads they're out of their fucking mind i'm like yeah 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 you know, because, you know, you got to remember, we grew up in North Smithfield, which is the northernmost part of uh, Rhode Island. They ain't a fucking beach in sight. And, you know, horse girls are like everywhere. You're either a truck slut, um, a rich, dumb broad or a horse girl. You know, it's one of those three. And most of them were horse girls, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm like, get out of here. You know, you guys are fucking crazy. Boy, they're right. My to my fiance, you're lovely. I love you, but you're out of your fucking mind. Um, but I said, you know, oh well, I should go with you one day, and you know, watch your ride. And she says, great. How about next Tuesday? 
So I was like, well, well, yeah, you know, she's looking at me all, you know, she got dinner plates for eyes. And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck, right? So I go down to the barn with her and, uh, you know, first first three minutes, everything's cool. You know, we walk through the barn. I She introduces me to all the, the people over there. Everything's Gucci. And then we get over to her horse's stall. At the time, she had a horse that she kept there. And, you know, she brings the horse out. I'm very skittish, man. I don't fuck with horses. You know, I I, I guess you could say air quotes rode it once. Um, rode a horse once. It was more like me, like bear hugging the horse's fucking throat. They had to like rip me off because the horse was starting to hyperventilate and shit and, uh, and pass out. So that's as close as, as I've ever gotten to a horse, you know. So she brings it out and... She's starting to groom it and clean it up and get her saddle on. And I'm I'm just a happy asshole. And I'm trying to show off a little bit. I'm goofing around. I'm making the girls giggle, whatever. I'm trying to be helpful. What do you need? Here's that. And in my head, I'm like, I think that you're fucking allergic to this still. But, you know, hey, your body changes every year. Uh, every seven years, rather. You never know. You could be fucking, you could be kosher right now. You could be completely fine. And I'm, I'm telling myself this. I'm like, you're fine. You're okay. Don't worry about it. Because, you know, you get in your head. You start thinking shit like, <clears throat> is my throat itchy? You know, do I have the sniffles? Am I itchy in the face? Like, you know, what y- y- is my heart starting to fucking palpitate? Like, you start, like, going through shit in your head. So I'm trying to keep a level head, you know. And by the time that we got the horse out to the ring, I'm, like, in full-blown distress, you know. And I'm like, okay, like she's, you know, she's going to get out there. She's going to go around a few times and it's going to be fucking fine. Well, much to my surprise, we were there for nothing short of an hour. And every minute that passed by, every breath was becoming like more and more fucking labored. Like I was just like, I was dying a very, very, very slow, brutal death. And like, She's going around, and, like, as she passes me, she's waving, and I'm, like, waving to her, too, knowing damn fucking well that, like, I need, like, severe medical attention. Like, my throat is closed. It's completely fucking closed. Um, At the time, I couldn't tell, but my face was extremely itchy. I'm, like, telling myself, don't touch your face. Don't touch shit. Just, like, ride this out. So, long story short, I sit through the whole hour of this bullshit, she gets off. She goes, okay, now we got to, like, you know, groom the horse down and get ready to leave. I'm like, oh, great. Five minutes. Nope. Another half an hour. You know, these fucking horses, everything takes forever. You know, you got to fucking brush it. You got to fucking, you know, do all this shit. You got to wash it if it's hot. You got to rinse it off. Like, it's just a, it's a fucking big, big, big undertaking, you know? And uh, it's like. I'm just like in full-blown panic mode. So now I'm looking forward to going home. I'm like, yes, this was fucking awful. Um, I just got to get the fuck away from her before she sees that I'm like in severe distress, you know, and I'm trying to put on a show so bad. And I don't know how she didn't really notice. And I go and we're walking out the door and her mother goes, so where do you want to go now? And I'm, I'm thinking, I, you know, I'm not going to blare it out, but I'm thinking home, home, home. And my girl goes, oh, we'll go over to this restaurant over here. It's on the way. And, you know, we'll grab some pizzas. And she goes, is that good with you? And, you know, again, me, first, like, real week date in this broad. And I'm like, 
I don't want to fuck this up. So, of course, naturally, I'm going to say, yeah, of course I want to go get pizza. Are you kidding? So we go. And, like, we walk in the fucking door. And I, like, I go, I will be right back. And I just jet to the fucking bathroom. And it was, like, it had to have been a nippy night because, like, I had a sweatshirt on. I remember that very, very vividly. I had a sweatshirt on, so, like, I pulled my sweatshirt, like, down, like, so I could see my my whole neck. And I had hives, like, from gooch to the chooch, you know. I had fucking, I had them everywhere. I was completely broken out. And I'm in the bathroom, and I'm just, like, throwing water on my face. I'm, like, taking the soap and fucking scrubbing my face. Some dude walked in, and, uh, you know, he gave me a dirty look. I was like, listen, bro, I'm taking a fucking shower. Fuck off, you know? And he literally walked in and walked the fuck out. And I'm just scrub-a-dub-dubbing in there, trying to get this fucking horse off me. And it, it didn't work. It really didn't work, to be completely honest. It was a waste of fucking time. Uh, it might have helped a little bit, but I was completely broken out in hives. Um, I was fucked up, and this was like just the, the, the beginning. I had no idea. This was this was going to get much worse, and we go. I go back to the table. We sit down. We eat. You know, they're like, oh, you're being quiet. You okay? I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, pizza's good, you know, and I'm like, I'm just trying. I'm like, okay, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, blow a fart. Act cool. Everything's cool. You having fun? Oh yeah, we're good. You know, but in reality, it, it's a fucking it's it's a, it's a five alarma, and uh, you know we end up leaving. You know we go back to her place. Okay, you did great today. I'll catch you later. I had to drive myself twenty five minutes back to my house in North Smithfield, and <laughs> my God, back back to those days, thinking about that ride all the time. Driving back 25 minutes, I get to my house and literally I ran through the door and again, I lived by myself in this bar apartment, if you will. I run in, I take all my clothes off, I put them right in the fucking washer, I bleach them, I end up fucking all the clothes up because I threw bleach all over the fucking clothes and uh, ran upstairs, took a shower, the fucking, the washer was going on and off, pulling water, and I'm, like, getting scalded, and I'm getting frozen, and I'm, like, oh, ooh, you know, and I'm, like, also dying from horse fucking danda, you know, I get out the fucking shower, and now, now at this point, I'm, like, nothing's getting better, I need to take something, so I remember taking, I ripped open the medicine cabinet, and this is, you know, this is, like, we're talking about 2016 here, April of 2016, it might have been the first week of May, but right around April, May of 2016, there was a bottle of Benadryl in the medicine cabinet, children's Benadryl, Um, the expiration date was from 2008, I was like, fuck it, you know, it's either I'm going to die from this or I'm going to die from the horse, fuck it, nothing to lose, so I cracked it open and I literally, like like a scene out of a, a comic book, I drank the whole thing right down to the last drop, and next thing you know, I didn't even make it to the bed, I woke up the next day, and obviously, I was fucking late for work, um, and I was hive free, but the fucking Benadryl just knocked me right on my ass before I could even make it to my cot, it was just completely, it, it laid me right the fuck out, but hey, it kept me alive, and hey, for, for being, uh, you know, eight years old, 
I was it, that Benadryl was fucking the real deal. So don't worry about expiration dates on Benadryl. You know, you're you're in good hands. Fucking that's when the pharma was good. You know, all that fucking pharmaceutical bullshit. And uh, but oh my god, what a what a fucking deal that was. I, I have the picture somewhere of you know I got home. I finally had to tell her. I was like, look, like. You know, she's like wanting to text and talk on the phone. I was like, I, I, I literally can't. I'm going through it. I was like, let me send you a picture so you can see. And I sent her a picture and like she called me like in a panic frenzy. Oh, my God. You know, why didn't you say anything? You know, I had no idea. I didn't even tell her that I was allergic to horses. I like completely left all that shit out, you know, just to be Mr. Fucking cool guy. You know, boy, did that bite me in the ass, you know? That's one thing. If you've got allergies, don't fuck around, you know? Don't fuck around. And yeah, I'm hypocritical. I never carry my EpiPen, rah, rah, rah. But I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I'm not going to go to a fucking restaurant and order some fucking, you know, encrusted chicken or, or you know, some fucking weird, you know, I'm not going to go to a restaurant that's got these high-class dishes. First of all, I'm not going to pay $150 for a fucking steak you know, that I'm going to shit out the minute that I leave. Um, and I'm also not going to eat something that I, I'm not 100% sure. That's why me, if there's meatloaf and French onion soup on the, on, the, on the menu, you already know where I'll be for the next hour. You already know. So that's what I do. So play it safe, guys. Don't fuck around. It's not worth it. I can tell you that from, from many, many experiences. One last uh, one last thing I want to talk about here tonight is uh, while I was up in New Hampshire, I uh, one of the things that I like to do is I like to go out at night. If you if you know who I am, you you're on my Facebook, you already know. But uh, I like to go out and I like to look at wildlife, specifically uh, moose. I, I love moose. I love bear. I love uh, you know even deer. You know to a degree, uh, but I just love it. You know so. What I'll do usually is like around, probably around like nine o'clock, uh, I'll get in the car, uh, I'll run over to the gas station, I'll grab some snacks, a couple of drinks to keep me, uh, keep me on the up and up and I'll run up to, uh, to Pittsburgh. Uh, if you're not aware of where that is, uh, not Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, I'm talking about New Hampshire. Okay. When I say New Hampshire, I'm talking like way, I'm talking about literally the highest point that you can possibly go, uh, the next step is Canada. And I, I literally go uh, from the Littleton area where I usually stay, um, and I drive up there around, like I said, like 9.30, you know, right around there, um, and I rip up Route 3, and I get up to Pittsburgh. It takes me about an hour and 20 minutes. It, it really, it all depends, but you know, there's no such thing as traffic. It just comes down to if I'm trying to tear ass up there, I could probably do it in an hour. But if I'm trying to be cautious, which usually I am, uh, you know, I'll fucking ride the speed limit the whole way, blast a podcast. I'll I'll pre-download it before I leave the house. You know, you got to play it smart because there ain't no fucking service up there, you know, and uh, you're really, truly like on your own, especially where I go. Um, so I went up there and uh I ride up, you know, uh, different areas looking for moose, and, uh, you know, I've got some some really cool technology that I use. I use everything from infrared to different types of lights. I got some, you know, I got, you know, obviously my truck, uh, shit like that, 
and uh, you know it's no harm, no no foul. You know, uh, they pay. You know, people pay ninety dollars a seat to go sit on a fucking bus with a bunch of screaming kids to go look at moose, and they shine fucking flashlights and LED light bars at the fucking animals and shit like that. You know, they probably fucking uh, throw you know feed out there to fucking lure the animals in. You know, uh, you know. So me in a car doing it when nobody else is around. You know. Fuck off if you got a problem with it, basically, you know, and, you know, I, I, I'm not an idiot, you know, I'm not a fucking, uh, I'm not an asshole, you know, I know what bothers the animals, what doesn't, and I'm not that guy, you know, so I'm very respectful to the area, to the animals when I do this, uh, as well as, you know, for the most part, the law, um, so I go up there and, uh, I basically, you know, went up all my usual areas, went up to the border, turned around, and I just, I I didn't see anything. And years ago, we used to drive up, like, way southern, you know, way more south than that. You know, know, I'm talking, like, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes south of that. And, you know, on a regular Saturday night, we would see seven, eight. And in recent years, you know, if you see one in the same area, it's like a miracle, you know. Uh, the, the, the population is just like absolutely decimated and no, it's not the hunters. Uh, we wish we could just blame it all on those guys, but it has nothing to do with that. It it has to do with the, uh, the winter tick population. Uh, that's a big deal, uh, with the shorter winters and everything like that. Uh, the ticks aren't dying off. So they just, the numbers are wicked inflated right now. Uh, they attach to these animals and your average moose can have tens of thousands of, of these ticks and they get pretty engorged. They get pretty big and they can take down a bull moose like it, like it's no big deal, you know? Uh, so if you do see a moose in New Hampshire, especially the Southern, you know, more Southern way, um, usually they're really frail. Uh, their, their, their fur is patchy. Um, and that's just, that's not the way to see it. You don't want to see that. You already know that they're, they're pretty much knocking on death's door at that point, you know? So the more further you go, the longer that the snow sticks around, the less tick population, usually the healthier the moose, you know, but in recent times, it's kind of, it's starting to get a little worse up North too. But I went up there, didn't see shit. So I started going really, really deep. Um, and took some trails that, you know, this one trail, I'm not going to say where I go because I I don't want people just starting to bombard places. You know, that's a very quiet community up there. You know, you don't have to go up there guys. Seriously. Like this is like, this is what I do because I'm retarded and I have nothing to do with my life except for this. This is what gets me off. You know, you could, you could see moose all over the state. You you really want to see moose go over to fucking Maine. I'll tell you what, I, I went out there for one week and saw 25, actually, it was only two days I was there, I saw 20, 25 moose, which is more than I've seen in, like, uh, actually, I think it was more close to 30 moose. That's more moose than I've seen in, like, the past 10 years combined, you know? Um, so go over there, bother them. But I went up this trail that literally, so it, all the trails that I go on are actually snowmobile trails. Well, not all of them, but most of them, um, during the winter are actually, they become, uh, they go from logging roads to snowmobile trails. And I went on this one that is like impossible to get through, 
um, on a snowmobile unless you're on a fucking 175 track, uh, you know, and uh, I went all the way to the top. It takes about literally an hour. You know, you can't do more than if you do more than 10 miles an hour, you got to date. You're dancing with the devil, you know, like literally like you're you're on the verge of like shit's about to get real fucking hairy here. So you got to go very slow. You're dodging rocks. It's in some spots. It's like mirror to mirror as far as the brush goes. It's very treacherous. Very stupid to do this. Don't another reason why you shouldn't do this, you know. But I go all the way to the end of this trail, didn't see shit, and I was I was shocked. I was like, wow, like this is this is this is a first, you know, because usually this is a short thing. You're so far out that you're literally you want to talk about like being on their turf. This is like their their turf, you know. This is this is their home with a little dirt, you know, path going through it. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? You got to see the way that they look at you. Like, what are you doing out here? You know? Um, but I go all the way out there. Uh, you know, so I said, fuck it. I shut the truck off. I like to do this thing where, you know, up there, there's like no light pollution. There's nothing. And you can shut the truck off, roll the windows down and just listen. And you just hear the forest, like, come alive like you just hear like all it's it's eerie and it's a very ominous like feeling but like it's very cool at the same time you just hear all these noises and you look up and you can see like every star in the sky I mean it is like absolutely beautiful and if you go to Pittsburgh you know what I'm talking about like not Pittsburgh like the town but like you actually go like out there you know what I'm talking about. Like, it is just, it's a sight to behold, really. Um, and I'll just sit there. And, and I sat there for probably about, I don't know, about 15 minutes. I had a snack, had a drink, you know, uh, had a bottle of water. And I uh, said, well, I guess I'll, 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 I'll pack it back down. So went all the way back down another hour. Still no dice, you know. And again, this is after driving. So now it's like, oh, God, like 2 a.m., I believe. Um so I I take a right out of there. I said, well, I'll do one more pass of, like, this main area here. If I don't see shit, oh, well, it is what it is. I still had a good time. Um, and I went down, and literally right as I took a right, um, I saw, like, the best. It, it made my week. Like, I've had the worst week ever so far. But, like, just thinking of this, like, brings me back and, like, brings me back to, to, to Earth. And I'm just so happy, and, you know, when I pulled out, I saw a beautiful mother with her calf, um, and both were just so healthy, guys, I, it was like, you know, when you, when you're up there, and you see a, a healthy moose, it's a totally different vibe from just seeing a moose, you know, when you see a, when you see a moose, and it, it's patchy, and you know that it's just, tick ridden it hurts in a way you know you see it you go wow that's great you know i mean there's such a magnificent creature as a as they are you know but when you see them like that and you know what you're looking at you know that's the difference if you know what you're looking at you're like damn you know like how how long does he have type of thing um and last year i believe that it was like 95 percent of all moose calves uh passed away uh obviously prematurely uh, due to the tick outbreak. Um, so to see this mother with a full thick coat, you know, 
and her calf just with a nice thick coat, and it was so healthy. It wasn't frail. Usually you see them, they're frail. Um, they don't look very well. They don't look very stable. Um, but these two were just like, oh, my God. They were just beautiful. You know, usually I go right for the phone, pull it out to get pictures for everybody. But I was so, like, caught up in the fucking vibe that I just kind of I just shut the truck off and I sat there and I, I just watched them. And it was just it was like a full circle, like, moment there. Like, you know, like it made the whole trip worth it, you know, and it was the only calf that I saw all year. Um, and guys that have lived up there ho- their whole lives um, have said also that they haven't seen any uh, juveniles whatsoever, which is scary. They really is, you know. Um, but to see these, oh, God, it was like, I, I, you know, after that, you know, I, I left them alone. You know, they were just kind of off to the side. I took off and, uh, oh my God, I was just like, it, it's the best high in the world for, for me. It, it really is. You know, I see that and like nothing in the world could go wrong. You know, I'm just so happy. And I, I just, I was like a little kid, literally like jumping down in the driver's seat, just like super excited at what I just saw. And like, I love that I have that outlet, you know, that I have that thing that does that for me. And for some people, it's race cars. For some people, it's like, you know, uh, going to the beach or, so. you know, I'm sure there's things that, you know, you as the listener, you have those things that get you giddy and you don't, you know, want to share it with people. But I don't care. You know, I that's what gets me going and it made everything great. And like I said, I've had the worst week ever. I'm fucking basement flooded yesterday job, you know, constant with sewage, you know, getting getting all of my tools all over us, you know. uh, And, you know, I think back to that and I think about, you know, one day living up there and I would love to I'd really like to do some sort of conservation work uh, one day up there with that. I, I would like to start merchandise and shit like that um you know for to make some t-shirts and shit like that and if i can get to the position where a certain percentage get gets donated to the uh you know to the uh department of environmental management up there um and i can actually see that the funds are going towards research and you know things that can help the moose population um i would love to eventually get to the level where we could do you know every sale of a shirt a portion goes to that so or, or even potentially start my own uh you know deal with that you know and uh that's something i really feel pretty passionate about man because if you've never seen a moose before you gotta you gotta do something uh the uh there's a moose tour uh truck down in the uh exit 32 uh lincoln new hampshire uh, they do a pretty good job. They, have, they it's really fun. I've done it a thousand times growing up, and uh, usually we do it for my birthday. They take you out. They play music. They're telling you about it. They put videos on. And again, you know, you've got a pretty much guaranteed uh, sighting. You know, thing. It, 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 they have a chart that says you know ninety six percent. You know, of our buses see sightings, and that number will change by one percent or two every now and then. But you know, that's really cool. If you've got the kids and you're looking for something to do, get up there, go out with those guys. They are awesome. They put on a great, great, great show. 
Um, I've got nothing but positive things to say. I've, like I said, I've done it a thousand times, and I probably would do it again. You know, honestly, just for the whole the whole thing. You know, but you got to be ready to rock and roll, man. One thing about you know chasing moose is it's 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 late work. You got to be willing to get out there. And when you're on that trip, you leave at usually dusk. So uh, depends on what time of year you go, but you can leave you know in the summer as late as like eight thirty, and you don't get back till damn near midnight, you know, and at the end, they'll say, you know, you want to do one more pass to see if there's anything else out there, and, you know, usually, like, two guys are like, yeah, you know, and they're like, eh, I don't know, you know, sometimes they'll do it, sometimes they don't, but they do a great job. If you've never seen a moose, you want to see something that will literally blow your fucking mind, like, you got to get out there and see this, because it is so cool. Like, they are just, like, the coolest out of all the creatures. I, I love bears. I've seen bobcats. I've seen, you know, uh, a, a billion deer. Um, you know, I but moose are, like, the uh, bison I've seen. But, like, moose in the, in the actual, like, in their natural habitat is, like, the end-all, be-all. And if you haven't seen it, you got to get out there and check that out. Um, on that note, this is our longest podcast by far. Thank you for those that have stuck it out, and uh, we're at an hour and 20 minutes here. Um, so let's wrap this show up. Um, again, I would like to thank all of you for uh, for listening. You know, this is, uh, this is becoming uh, a bigger thing. I'm getting a lot of people, you know, when's the next episode? You know, uh, like, you know, I had a rough day yesterday, so I couldn't re- really record. Mentally, I want to be, you know, that's the thing, guys. I want to be like at a hundred percent level for you guys. I, I don't want to record when I'm down and out or I'm aggravated and the content is not going to jive. You know, I, I don't really have uh, a syllabus with this stuff. I, I kind of put the amoffs on, start the, uh, start the recorder and away I go. You know, there's no rhyme, there's no rhythm. And I kind of like this free flow uh, deal that we're doing. I hope that you guys do too. If you don't, uh, reach out to me and you know, uh, shoot me some ideas. Again, we're in our infancy here; it's only just begun, um, and uh, you know that's that that's where we're at. You know, so with that, uh, with that being said, uh, I would like to have our song for today, uh, "The Carpenters." We've only just begun. Everybody that knows the Carpenters is rolling their eyes. Oh my fucking god, I hate them. Everybody hates them. It's like. The Carpenters were the original Nickelback of the 70s, you know? Anybody will tell you. I love these guys. I really do. I think that Karen Carpenter was absolutely amazing. Uh, You know, basically it was a band with her, her brother, and obviously a couple other musicians peppered in. Uh, She played the drums. She did the vocals. Super, super, super talented. Unfortunately, we lost her, uh, you know, not that very old of an age, uh, due to anorexia and all the associated uh, issues with that, you know, and uh, God rest her soul. But yeah, really, really good song. Uh, they've got, you know, they've got woodwinds. They've got, uh, you know, beautiful melodic melodies. They've got a, she, you know, she lays it down on the drums. You can hear a nice, you know, a nice fat beat in the back. You know, she does a great job, you know, so check it out. Uh, I'm sure you'll like it. I certainly vibe to it when I'm out looking for moose. So do that. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening again. Appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you next week, guys. Have a great weekend. Ciao.